$812,882 a month. That's what the city of San Antonio is paying to rent out 7,000 San Pedro Avenue for the Immigrant Resource Center. That's the base. That's just the base. There's all kinds of other expenses that are included in this called additional rent, operating expenses, maintenance and repair, insurance of the premises, 85% of the taxes, the cost incurred by the landlord to maintain the premises and property, elevator maintenance, maintenance of the HVAC system and a management fee, and then a tenant installed security services, physical security of the premises, the cost of all utilities serving the property and the premises, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to dive into that this morning. That is the what the Immigrant Center is costing the city of San Antonio, meaning you, the taxpayers, to the United States of America, to be a funnel for these illegal immigrants who are brought into the country. Now consider this this morning. People who paid to bail out rioters who burned our cities, people who opened our borders to criminals and terrorists, People who on purpose created a vacuum in Afghanistan a year ago for our enemies to plan future attacks against the United States. People who gave up our energy independence and made our survival dependent on foreign oil sources. People who have unleashed a literal crime wave on Americans. People who blame law-abiding gun owners for school shootings. People who arrest political opponents. They are the ones who say that papers in the secure basement of Donald Trump's mansion in Miami, that's the national security threat. Keep in mind, that building is locked up, access is extremely limited, and it is protected by government agents known as the Secret Service. So think about that for just a minute. I just want you to stop and consider that for just a minute as you have your coffee this morning. The people who have done all of this to have opened our borders, and we've got record-breaking numbers of terrorists who are coming across our borders, known terrorists on the terrorist watch list coming across our borders. I've got the facts. I've got the figures right here. People who on purpose created that vacuum in Afghanistan a year ago and brought back terrorism to the United States of America. People who gave up our energy independence, and now we are dependent on foreign nations for oil. People who have unleashed this crime wave across America. People who blame you, a law-abiding citizen of this country, for school shootings. And people who arrest political opponents. They are the ones that are now claiming that some papers that are protected by Donald Trump are actually by the Secret Service in Donald Trump's home. Those papers and Donald Trump is a national security threat. I want you to think about that for just a minute. Now, Donald Trump says the FBI seized three of his passports during the raid, and he called the search an assault on a political opponent. He's right about that. It is illegal to take somebody's passport from him unless a judge ask you, orders you to surrender your passport because you're a flight risk. They may not go in there and take it. It was not on the inventory list. Basically, this judge that defended Jeffrey Epstein's staff, who quit his position as a prosecuting attorney in Florida in order to defend Jeffrey Epstein's staff, this judge gave the FBI the ability to take everything they wanted to take out of Donald Trump's home, including his passports, three of them. Donald Trump putting up on Truth Social last night, wow, in the raid by FBI of Mar-a-Lago, they stole my three passports. One of them expired along with everything else. This is an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country. Third world, he said. Fox News, the weekend, the FBI also sees boxes containing records covered by attorney-client privilege and potentially executive privilege as well. Then, San Antonio's own Nora O'Donnell, she runs to her Twitter account. She's the CBS anchor. She says in her Twitter feed, according to a DOJ unnamed official, the FBI is not in possession of former President Trump's passports. 
Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home, she tweeted. Her tweet was only up for a few minutes when the former president's communications director shared an email from Jay Bratt. Jay Bratt is the top counterintelligence official in the Justice Department's National Security uh, Division. Jay Bratt said, yeah, we did. We took his passports. Nora O'Donnell amended her initial statement. Now, let me just tell you that that's how, when you hear me say the media is against you, that's how, right there. She went on her Twitter feed and she lied in order to cover for the FBI taking the man's passports without legal authorization to do so, without the judge uh, specifying in there that he had to surrender his passports. So Donald Trump is now calling for an immediate release of the affidavit justifying the search at Mar-a-Lago. He says, there is no way to justify the unannounced raid of Mar-a-Lago, the home of the 45th president of the United States, by a very large number of gun-toting FBI agents in the Department of Justice. But in the entrance of uh, transparency, I call for the immediate release of the completely unredacted affidavit pertaining to this horrible and shocking break-in. The Justice Department said no. We're not going to release the affidavit. It's likely to compromise future investigative steps. No, that's not why. Now, that's what they wrote the judge. But the reason that the Justice Department doesn't want to release the affidavit is they want to control the narrative by leaking what they want to leak to the Washington Post, to CNN, to the New York Times. They're branches of the media that will get the information out that they want out. They have to control the narrative. And if the information, if the documents are released unredacted for you to read with your own eyes, then they can't control what you see and what you hear through the Washington Post and CNN. During an exclusive interview last night with Fox News Digital, Donald Trump said, he and his representatives reached out to the Justice Department to offer help amid all the outrage over their unprecedented raid. Donald Trump telling Fox News last night the country is in a very dangerous position. There is tremendous anger like I've never seen before over all the scams and now this new one. Years of scams and witch hunts and now this, Trump said. He went on to say, if there's anything we can do to help, I and my people would certainly be willing to do that. There has never been a time like this where law enforcement has been used to break into the house of a former president of the United States, and there is tremendous anger in the country at a level that has never been seen before other than during very perilous times, Trump said last night. He told Fox News that his team has not yet heard back. They have not even given him the courtesy of saying, no, we don't need your help, or yeah, please, go out and make a statement. They have not even given the man the courtesy. Why? Because he's the enemy. And they have declared war on Donald Trump. But keep in mind, when they declare a war on Donald Trump, they're declaring war on you. I can go through the list again and all the things that these people have done. Letting terrorists into the country on our southern borders. Blaming you for school shootings. On and on the list goes. And they're saying Donald Trump is the national security threat. Now the House Judiciary Republicans have hit the DOJ and the FBI with preservation notices after this Trump raid. They are uh, demanding complete cooperation. And I highly encourage you, to the point of imploring you, before it's destroyed, go on to foxnews.com and print out Tucker's script from last night. No honest person could believe the Trump raid was a legitimate act of law enforcement. Print that out. You're going to need that. You're going to need to read it, and you're going to need it for future reference. Tucker Carlson, Fox News. It's on foxnews.com right now, his commentary from last night. Record-breaking number of migrants arrested at the southern U.S. border. Illegal crossing soared to 2 million in less than a year. 2,200, 2,200 in just one day, a couple of hours to our south. I'm going to tell you more about that as agents have grabbed uh, more and more 66 terrorism uh, suspects at our southern border. Biden's communication director said yesterday because gas prices are going down, you can afford to pay more taxes. Obviously, the money belongs to the government now. That has come down a few pennies a gallon. 
that money needs to be paid in taxes, and we're going to talk about that coming up as well. So we got a lot to get into this morning. So stand by. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's uh, 521 now. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. Any of these stories as I go through them this morning, you want to jump in here on Feel Free. And Henry, you're on. Good morning, sir. Trey, yeah. you have such a good program. I compliment you. You are right about what you've been talking about lately. We are not a third world country. And when those Democrats went in there and finagled it to get Biden in there and uh, get President Trump out, and now they went after him like, like it is there's a third world country where you put the previous president in jail. That's what they're trying to do, and don't give up on it. In about two weeks, we're within 60 days of the election, and I have read that people remember for about 60 days. <laughs> well, keep it going. The people need to vote and get rid of those bums. I got you. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate it. Record number, record-breaking number of migrants, illegal immigrants arrested at the southern border. Illegal crossings soared to nearly 2 million in less than a year and 2,200 in one day, according to the Custom and Border Protection. They came out with their data for July yesterday showing that 1,822,000 people have arrived so far this year. Mostly single men. Eagle Pass is the most popular spot. This area alone has seen approximately 400,000 illegal crossings since October. The Del Rio sector saw 2,200 illegal crossings in 24 hours. Congressman Tony Gonzalez saying, I specifically asked the president of Guatemala, hey, what would it take in order for you to take more of these reparations flights? In other words, these people do not qualify for asylum. We have to send them back to the country of origin. What would it take for you to take those flights back to Guatemala? His answer? The president of Guatemala telling Representative Congressman Gonzalez, one simple thing, Tony, I just need the president of the United States to call me. And he won't even call me. He won't return my calls. Now, agents have grabbed more terrorism suspects in the past few months down at our southern border. According to this information that's put out by Border Patrol yesterday, fentanyl seizures at the southern border also hit an all-time high. The overall flow of fentanyl is skyrocketing. 2,072 pounds of fentanyl at the border. That's up from 640 pounds in June. That blew away the previous record in April of 1,281 pounds. 2,000 pounds of fentanyl in one month, folks. Officials believe that seizures are a yardstick of overall flow because the 2,000 that they seized in one month is not all of it. A lot of it comes in that they don't seize. And now they're seeing that people whose names are popping up on the terrorist screening database are flowing across the borders now. Agents at the southern border now have apprehended a total of 66 people listed in the database so far this year. A month ago, that was 56. By contrast, in all of 2021, just 15 people listed in the terrorism database were caught. And in the four years before 2021, just 11 in four years. Now we got 66 this year alone. Terrorists coming across our border. Our open border that Joe Biden opened. This administration opened. And they send the FBI to Mar-a-Lago to tell us that some papers that are under lock and key, protected by their own governmental agencies, the Secret Service, all over that place down there with really big guns. You're not getting in that joint. Those papers are a national security threat, and we got to break in and take them from Donald Trump while the border is open and we have terrorists flowing across the border. Terrorists are flowing across the border. Rodney Scott, former chief of Border Patrol, terrorism numbers are beyond red flares. These are rocket flashes going on, warning about the danger at the border. He said the most worrying aspect, people who are caught are likely only a subset of those who are actually coming. 
There are people who are coming here that we don't even know, and they didn't know they were on the watch list. Anybody who actually knows or has fears that they're on the watch list, they're coming through the gaps, the holes in this. They're not coming in and being caught. They're not coming in and presenting themselves. So we have an, a real national security threat just a couple of hours outside of our city with terrorists coming across the border that this administration has opened up and this city is helping to bring these illegal aliens through here and distribute them throughout the country and i've been looking at the numbers that they are paying for the building in san antonio if you remember a couple of weeks ago we had mario bravo district one city councilman on now we have the information about what the city is paying. Ten years. A ten-year contract. So they expect to be doing this for ten years. $81,819 a month in base rent. $31,063 in additional rent. That's $112,882 per month that they're paying the owners of this property. They have to pay the base rent. They have to pay the additional rent. They have to pay operating expenses. They have to pay maintenance and repair. They have to pay insurance for the premises. They have to pay 85% of the taxes. The cost incurred by the landlord to maintain the premises and property. They have to pay the elevator maintenance. They have to pay the maintenance of the HVAC system. They have to pay a management fee. They have to pay the cost of cleaning the interior of the premises. And when I say they, I'm talking about you, taxpayers, you and me, taxpayers. The tenant installed security services, physical security on the premises, the cost of all utilities serving the property and the premises are paid by you. You're paying a full boat. So the base the base that you're paying is $112,000 a month plus all this other stuff on top of that as well. For 10 years. For 10 years. Well, no, it's going to go up over 10 years. Yeah. This is just the beginning of it. This well, is the beginning. Shout out to the KTSA listener that got that for us. Well. Impressive. Uh, got more on that coming up as well. So the Inflation Reduction Act will not cut prices for the working class, the middle class Americans anytime soon. That's new information from the Washington Post. I got that information for you coming up in the next half hour. And, of course, Liz Cheney faces the voters today. And she's raking in money from Karl Rove, George W. Bush, and others. Because they don't want Donald Trump back in the White House at all and we're going to get back with that in in, in a couple of minutes here first news with captain don morgan 210-599-5555 trey ware ktsa all right so it's 537 now 550 ktsa fm 1071 trey ware page ktsa.com don's got the news james got the tunes and elaine has me and that's that's all that's what we need right there i gotta tell you as we go through these headlines this morning you can jump in here at any time now we're now finding out as there, as the president is going to take a vacation from his vacation and sign the $700 billion news tax and spending bill, they're now starting to ease you into the reality of the bill. After weeks of lying to you about what it would do and me telling you the truth about it, now they're coming around to what I've been telling you all along. Number one, the $700 billion Inflation Reduction Act will spend billions on green energy projects and funding for the IRS to ramp up audits of American taxpayers will not cut prices for the working class or middle-aged or middle-class Americans anytime soon, says the Washington Post. And what have I said about the Washington Post? They are the Democrats' media arm. So now the, the Democrats are putting the story out that, no, this is not going to reduce inflation. Quote from the Washington Post, the legislation will not directly address the main drivers of surging prices from gas and food to rents and restaurant meals. I told you that. I've been telling you that all along since they first started talking about this. And now they are using their media to soften the landing because reality is about to hit folks the reality of this tax and spend legislation is about to hit and it's going to be ugly on middle class americans in fact yesterday biden's communication director said you know gas prices are down about a dollar and that makes it easier for you to afford the new taxes say what sis 
yeah, it's down about a dollar. So with the gas prices down, you can afford to pay more in taxes. Obviously, they have the feeling that that money belongs to the government. So now that they have saved you a dollar, and they didn't save you a dollar, but they're telling you they did, now you can pay that in more taxes. So what, what are we talking about here? As I've said all along, you know, the, the Bidens have said, well, we're not going to investigate. This new IRS arm is not going to investigate anybody earning less than $400,000 a year. How many times have you heard that? Nobody less than 400000 Well, the CBO, the Nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, says that's a lie. They just put out an analysis yesterday. People earning less than $400,000 will pay $20 billion more in taxes. And they haven't finished scoring the whole bill. The IRS is going to target small businesses and small business owners, they say. This is the CBO, Congressional Budget Office. Joe Henchman, Executive Vice President and National Taxpayers Union Foundation, says the IRS will have to target small and medium businesses because they will not fight back. Small and medium businesses will just say, okay, tell me what I can pay to get out of this mess. Tell me what I can pay to make you go away. They will not fight back. Henchman saying, we've seen this play out before. The IRS says, we're going after the rich, but when you're trying to raise that much money, the rich can only get you so far. The rich run out of money. And now a former IRS whistleblower says the government will target the middle class under the inflation bill, that the Democrats are BSing you. William Hank former IRS lawyer forced out after making allegations of internal malfeasance said the government will target middle-income Americans with new audits under the Inflation Reduction Act. He worked for the IRS for over 30 years. He said Americans with uh, annual incomes of less than $75,000 will be subject to nearly 711,000 new IRS audits a year. This is according to a House analysis. The House of Representatives did an analysis. They found that 711,000 new IRS audits will target people making less than $75,000 a year. So when Biden tells you he's not going after anybody less than 400,000, it is a lie. By comparison, Individuals making more than 500000 will receive 95000 additional audits, far less than 711000 They're going after the middle class. They're going after people making less than 75000 and they're going after small businesses. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre telling reporters, we're not going after anybody making less than 400000 Well, Mr. Hank telling Fox Business there's going to be considerable incentive to shake down taxpayers and the advantage, and remember, he worked for the IRS for 30 years. He did this for 30 years. The advantage the IRS has, they have basically unlimited resources and no accountability, whereas a taxpayer has to weigh the cost of accountants, tax lawyers, fighting something in tax court. New hires at the IRS will be assigned simpler cases, he said, meaning an added focus on small business audits. If you own a roofing company, you better count on getting audited because that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be going after your car dealerships, your roofing companies, your small mom and pops. He said during his time, his 30 years there, he had observed IRS agents specifically targeting elderly taxpayers, some of them World War II veterans, because they could easily be forced into settlements, right? You take the path of least resistance. So they're going to go after the people making less than $75,000 a year who aren't armed with a battery, a battalion of CPAs and tax attorneys and accountants to go with you. No. Those are the rich. Those are the wealthy. They're going to lay off them. They're going to come after the people who don't have those kind of resources. Let me give you just one example. Then I'm going to take a call and break. 210-599-5555. Here's one example. In the inflation bill that he's going to sign, maybe today, they put in a $7,500 electric vehicle tax credit. Did you hear about this? If you buy one of these you know, $100,000 uh, electric vehicles, you get $7,500 tax credit from the government. But wait just to hold on. Hang on. Hang on. Ford and GM 
have just <laughs> yesterday unveiled their price increases for their electric vehicle lineups. Do you want to guess how much they went up? $7,500 to $8,500 was the price increase. So Ford and GM, when you buy one of those electric vehicles, and the government says, I'm going to give you $7,500 to buy one of those electric vehicles, Ford and GM went up the same amount or more in the price of their vehicles. That's the game they're playing with you right now. And Donald Trump is a national security risk, huh? All right, Ann, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Good morning, Clay. Two real quick things, okay? Okay, so I, everybody listening, whether you're for or against President Trump, put yourself in him and his family's place, what they're, what they're going through right now. It's coming for us, too. And another thing, everything this regime has done and will continue to do if y'all ain't figured it out yet, it's anti-God and anti-America. Well, sure. It's a spiritual battle at its core. Thank you, Ann. Appreciate it. Back in just a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. America. All right. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I was just I, lost in 1984 all over again. The listeners have to know the longer the music goes that you're just rocking I out. Am, I they am. Know. I'm just in there. Doing, yeah. I'm not searching for the right mic. That happened yesterday at 9. I heard all that. No. No, I am. I, this was 1984, right? And this was there when they uh, unmasked and took their took their makeup off, just the first album. And, uh, boy, uh, just a great album. Loved it. All right. So people who paid to think about this for just a minute. People who paid to bail out rioters who burned our cities and people who opened our borders to criminals and terrorists and people who on purpose created a vacuum in Afghanistan for our enemies to plan future attacks against us. People who gave our energy independence, gave it up and made our survival dependent on uh, you know foreign oil sources. And the people who have unleashed a literal crime wave on Americans and people who blame law-abiding gun owners for school shootings and people who arrest political opponents now say that some documents in the basement of Donald Trump's very secure home, I would say it's probably one of the most secure homes anywhere with the Secret Service agents and the lock and key and everything else. That's the national security threat? The people who did all of those things and mar? Imas? And Donald Trump's papers are the national security threat? Now look, I grew up in a business full of BSers, and all I can say is don't try to BS a BSer, and that's exactly what they're doing here. They're using all this to get to you. Now, Trump says the FBI seized three of his passports. Nora O'Donnell, who went to high school in San Antonio, she's the CBS Evening News anchor. She said on her Twitter account, that's just not true. Agents are telling me, no, they didn't take his passports. And then the Trump people, it took them about 10 minutes to put up, to to post a picture of an email from an agent saying, yes, we did, and we're going to return them. They took his passports, folks. They took his private personal papers. They took attorney-client privilege papers. Let me tell you what Merrick Garland is about to do. He's about to cause a big problem in the country, I, I fear. Because I think he's about to indict Donald Trump. I think that's what's coming. Because they cannot have him run for president again. Remember, that's what the whole January 6th committee has been all about. And Liz Cheney today will more than likely lose her seat in Wyoming for, 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 for this whole fraud called the January 6th committee. But check this out. Liz Cheney. Got $950,000, you know, let's call it a million, from Texas. $1.4 million from Californians. Do you want to know how much she raised in Wyoming? 386000 And she got a lot of that money from George W. Bush and Carl Rove. Now, those are the establishment guys. Those guys definitely don't want Donald Trump anywhere near the White House again. Because they're the swamp. They're part of the swamp. I'm sorry I ever supported them. I really am. I regret those days. Her opponent 
has raised $940,000 from Wyoming and $150,000 from Texas. Cheney has has uh, outraised her opponent by more than $15 million. White teachers will be laid off first under a Minnesota uh, teacher's contract that was just approved. They are citing past discrimination. Doesn't matter about seniority. Doesn't matter about efficiency. Nothing else matters. If they got to start cutting teachers under this new agreement in Minnesota, white teachers will be fired first. Go to the head of the line, white teachers. Imagine if we just flipped that headline and I were to say, to report to you this morning, black teachers would be fired first, Hispanics next. What would the outcry be like in America today? But because it's white people, you can walk on white people and uh, no problems in America. That's okay. Adam, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Good morning, Trey. You know, Trey, the withdrawal from Afghanistan uh, could not have gone worse. And, you know, Crazy Uncle Joe actually was proud of the withdrawal. You know, besides the 13 U.S. service members and about 100 civilians being blown to pieces, and nobody, Trey, was ever held accountable for that. We did, however, blow up nine kids in retaliation for it. And we left hundreds of millions of dollars of arms, you know, uh, supplies, equipment for the Taliban to use later. You know, but besides all that, Trey, the withdrawal couldn't have been more perfect. And, you know, Russia saw that. They knew it was time to act, especially having more money in their pocket because of Biden's uh, war on energy. And every day, Trey, we got to hear about how racist and sexist America is. You want to see racism and sexism, you know, go to a Muslim country. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it very much. Well, the Texas um, are the, uh, the the Texas Texas may be having more snowfall and a colder winter this year, according to the Farmers Almanac. They have been predicting the weather and outlook for people for two hundred years, and you know what? They get it pretty much right. Back in twenty twenty one, when we had the horrific snowfall, the terrible job by the former head of CPS, resulting in the deaths of people throughout our area, the Farmers Almanac predicted that. Said, "Oh, it's going to get cold." So what they're predicting for us this year from mid to late November and into December and early January, look out for a super cold time in Texas and probably snow returning. I've got some news about the Uvalde School District and a a school district in Florida that's uh, what they're doing to protect their kiddos and a a cheeseburger incident. i got to tell you about that as well. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Say morning news with Trey Ware now on FM 1071. Don't think for one minute that the FBI, when they went into Mar-a-Lago last week, oops, what? We we took three of Trump's passports? That's a surprise and a shock to us. We had no idea. Uh, Yeah, we'll return those right away, Mr. Trump. Yes. Don't think for one minute that they took them accidentally. What they were doing was sending a message to Donald Trump. The message is clear. We're about to take your freedom. We're about to take your freedom. Attorney General Merrick Merrick Garland is more than likely going to indict him. Things are going to get real interesting. So, uh, yeah, they did take him, even though Nora O'Donnell said, no, they didn't take him on on her Twitter account during the CBS Evening News. Nope, the agents said, yeah, we did, and we'll return him. His passports were not listed were not listed on the inventory sheet. So what else did they take that weren't listed on the inventory sheet? Hmm? What else did they take out of Mar-a-Lago last week? If they can do it to Donald Trump, they can do it to you. 608, good morning, San Antonio. Well, Don just told you about the Uvalde School Board discussing the details of the uh, of Pete Arredondo's termination hearing. That's coming up on a future date. They're going to inform the parents of the victims down there, of the date of the hearing. My question is, and Don just told you, there will be a public announcement later. How much later? Do you think they're going to make the public announcement before the hearing or after the hearing? Do you think they're going to try to keep it quiet? Meanwhile, after what happened down in Uvalde, Florida has done a phenomenal job of uh, of protecting their schools. Indian River County School District there has added an AR-15 to every school. Every school. 
Resource officers can access the AR-15s in the event of attack. Indian River Sheriff Eric Flowers saying, if they're coming at us with an AR-15, we're going to return with the same or greater firepower instantly. We're not going to wait for the police to arrive with their AR-15s. Our resource officers will have them. In Brevard County, Sheriff Wayne Ivey saying that officers in county schools will carry long guns and will be prepared to meet violence with violence, saying publicly, for all to hear... You're not coming into my schools and killing our children. While I pray it never happens, I can assure you that our Brevard County Sheriff's Office school resource deputies are prepared to win the battle to protect our children and teachers. Edicho. That's exactly what should be said at all times publicly from these school resource officials. The Washington Post is now trying to ease the pain... The pain of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act that Joe Biden is going to come off a vacation to sign because, folks, reality is about to hit you square in the nose, about to hit me square in the nose. Today is the day he's going to sign this tax and spend bill, the biggest we've ever seen in the history of the United States of America, turning over a huge portion of our taxpayer dollars directly to the Green New Steel folks. What is the reality? Well, they're using their media sources, and I tell you all the time who those are, Washington Post, New York Times, CNN, and others. They're now easing the story out, leaking it to the Washington Post to, to, you know, leak to you. Guess what? It's not going to reduce inflation. It's not going to cut prices for the working class. Middle class Americans are still going to be paying these high prices, and this is not going to do anything to ease it. The Washington Post out with a report. The legislation will not directly address some of the main drivers of surging prices, from gas and food to rents and restaurant meals. How many times have I said that? When you are pouring gasoline on the inflation fire, inflation goes up. It doesn't come down, which is exactly what they're going to be doing. Meanwhile, they repeated over and over again, and their media acolytes repeated over and over again, with all these new armed IRS agents, nobody making less than $400,000 needs to worry. You won't hear from them. CBO says that's bullcrap. The CBO, the Nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, if you make less than $400,000, you're going to pay an estimated more than $20 billion more in taxes. I'm talking about collectively. $20 billion more in taxes will come from the middle class. Where? Where's that going to come from? Well, William Hank, a former Internal Revenue Service lawyer who worked for the agency for 30 years before turning into a whistleblower and they canned him, he said Americans with an annual income of less than $75,000 are going to be subjected to 711,000 new audits, 711,000 new audits, while those making 500000 and more, 95,000 new audits. If you're making less than 75000 a year, you better get ready. And Hank also saying he, they go after the elderly, they target the elderly, because the elderly don't have the resources to fight back, nor do they have the will to fight back. So if they go after the elderly, that's a, it's an easy win for them. So they go, okay, fine, just t- tell me what i got to do, what I, need to, uh, what I need to do to make you go away. And the same is true with small mom-and-pop businesses, Hank says. Everything from roofing companies to small mom-and-pop cleaning businesses, etc., are going to be hit hard by the IRS. Why? Because they don't have the battalion of lawyers and CPS and everything else, or CPAs and everything else that the rich guys have. So it's an easy get. Look, they're going to take the path of least resistance to get the money. He also said, eventually, going after the rich, you run the rich run out of money. And so you've got to go after the middle class. All of this I've been telling you for weeks while they've been talking about it, and now they're admitting it. Now they are saying it now that the bill has been passed and the president's going to sign it today. The reality of everything I've been telling you for weeks about this bill is about to hit you, and they're now starting to, hey, look, here's the deal. It's not going to curb inflation for the middle class. It's simply not. And if you make less than 400000 yes, they are going to target you. If you own a small mom-and-pop business or you're elderly, they're going to target you. They're going to come after you, and they're going to have guns on their hips. 87,000 new agents. This is what we face. This is what they're bringing. It's absolute insanity. If this was happening in another country, we would be looking at them going, geez, I'm so glad I don't live there. It's exactly what we would be doing. Meanwhile, the United States enters a housing recession. Confidence among home builders fell for the eighth consecutive month. 
indicating the United States has entered a housing recession, according to the National Association of Home Builders. This is another Biden blow to the economy. Current sales conditions, sales expectations, and traffic of prospective buyers all declined to their lowest level in two years. What's been the change in the past two years? Well, this administration. And Skyon Asset Management founder Michael Burry you may know him from the film The Big Short. Did you ever see that Christian Bale played him, The Big Short? Why is he famous? Well, because before the 2008 housing crisis hit, he predicted it all and positioned himself to where he made a ton of money. 55% returns while the S&P dropped 12%. He made $100 million for himself and $700 million for his investors. You know what he did? He just recently sold all of his stock with the exception of one. He says a crash is coming. He had $165 million in holdings. Now he has $3 million in holdings. The guy knows the stock market. He says the big one's about to hit. I don't know. Daniel, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Say, this IRS stuff is very devastating and stuff like that. But coming with my 66 years of experience and uh, – they came after me five times. I made less than $40,000 a year. And they were intimidating me because I was trying to take care of my father and mother and my brother. And you just got to learn the rules of what they have to play by. First of all, you never allow them into your house. If they knock on your door, you tell them, no, thank you. Set up an appointment and force them back to their office. They, they cannot come in your house and just uh, stand there and fight. And with the IRS audits I've had, they only made $200, and my bookkeeper told me to go ahead and pay the $200. They did it five times, and I told them if I had someone that worked for me and only made me $200, I'd fire that son of a gun. They finally stopped bothering me. So we all have to stand up and fight them, Trey, or we will not see the end of this. All right, thank you very much, Daniel. 210-599-5555. Trump's passports seized at Mar-a-Lago. Going to tell you more about that. I got to tell you about Amogee Bank and my great friend, David McGee, who is the president of Amogee Bank and the wonderful team that he has assembled over there to take care of all of your family banking needs. Now, we talk a lot about family businesses, right, and the dreams that we have. If you have an entrepreneurial spirit and you would like to pursue that dream with a family-run business, there's nothing more rewarding in the entire world world then then hard work because it is a lot of hard work to have a family-run business it is challenging because well just like in any business environment you're going to have conflict right and conflict resolution is something you need to know something about and also you're going to have to have the money depending on what it is you're trying to do right you know there's building a building somewhere renting a space out or even working out from the house you're going to have to have some money and our friends over at amogee can handle all of the above Conflict resolution among family members, having the right idea, taking that right idea to the market, how to market that right idea, and then funding it all. They can help you with every last bit of that so that your family business is a success. And that's why you do it, right? Building a family business to be successful that you can pass on maybe to your kids or your grandkids or or whatever is time. Go sell it and make a whole lot of money, whatever you want to do. Amogee is going to be with you every step of the way. That's your family bank. That's Amogee N.A. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Well, it's going to be party cloudy today and tomorrow. 96 today, 97 tomorrow. It's 75 now at KTSA. 621 at 550 KTSA FM 107.1. The Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. Let me grab a call quickly here. And, Bob, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing very well. Thank I you. Have a quick, I have a quick uh, scenario for you. Uh, last Thursday, Bill Clinton and uh, Joe Biden had a lunch together. Uh, do either remember it? That, I'm sorry, what? No, go ahead. Go finish your thought. Okay. Uh, my thought is that Kamala Harris is going to quietly be asked to resign. Uh, Joe is going to nominate Hillary uh, as vice president. She will be approved by this Congress. Joe Biden resigns. Hillary is our president. What do you think about that? I don't know. I've heard a lot of different scenarios like this, Bob. Uh, it's it's really hard to replace a sitting president unless he just, like you said, resigns for health reasons or whatever. I mean, I'm not ruling anything out. The one that they have been looking at with a with a strong eye has been uh, Gavin Newsom out in California, that they would put uh, Kamala in as president, Gavin as vice president, then she would uh, resign 
after she wrote Joe Biden and Hunter Biden uh, pardons for everything that they have done with the Chinese and everything else. And then Gavin Newsom was ascend to the presidency. I've heard all kinds of different scenarios, and they're just impossible to predict. You, you, you just don't know. You really don't know. We do know this. Donald Trump is their political opponent. They've gone after Donald Trump in a really big way. And they are gathering information in order to try to bring uh, charges against Donald Trump because they don't want him running for president of the United States. What happened in Mar-a-Lago was not a law enforcement action. It was a political action. And that's becoming ever more clear when we start to see the documentation. And we start to see that they're protecting the affidavit in and of itself. They will not release the affidavit. What we need right now is more clear transparency out of this. Now that we know that, in fact, they did walk out of there with three of his passports, sending a very clear message, in my view, to Donald Trump, hey, we're about to take your freedom away from you. They didn't take those by accident. Those guys were there for 10 hours. They knew exactly what they walked out of there with, and they didn't list the passports. They, <laughs> you telling me they just somehow walked out with a man's three passports and didn't know it? Okay, I fell off a truck at 4 a.m. this morning. Come on. Uh, now, when Trump said that, all of a sudden the DOJ, no, we didn't take those passports. And then Nora O'Donnell jumps on her Twitter account. She's, by the way, went to high school here, and she's the anchor on CBS. Oh, no, they didn't take those. No, I just heard from the DOJ. And the DOJ didn't said they didn't take the passports until a few minutes later when Trump's people actually posted the email from the DOJ saying, yeah, we did take them. So it is time, folks, it's beyond time for complete transparency in this, and that means a releasing of of the affidavit and all other cause action that they took or they believe that Donald Trump is taking right now to receive this kind of, of pressure. What exactly did he do? What exactly are you charging that he did that would cause you to go into the man's home and take his passports and just rifle through his wife's clothing and everything else? What exactly are you accusing the man of that you did this? No other U.S. citizen should be subjected to a Fourth Amendment violation like this. What is it you're charging? What is it you're saying he's guilty of? What is it you're saying he did? And they refused to do it. In fact, they said, that's going to co- if we release that, that's going to compromise the future investigative steps. Well, you should have thought about that. Because now, here's why they don't want to release it. Don't let them go c- cloud the issue with you when it comes to compromising future investigations. To- and we might out some people and witnesses we shouldn't be outing and all that. Don't Hey, listen, they've got this same Sharpie I have in my hand, and i got a pocket full of them over there. They can borrow mine if they want to. They can redact names. That's fine. Witnesses, they can take that out. That's fine. But put out what you're saying the man did. And the reason they won't, folks, is clear. I've seen this show before, and so have you. They are wanting to control the narrative by releasing and leaking what they want out there. They call up the Washington Post. Hey, listen, I'm an anonymous source, and here's what's happening. It was the nukes. He was about to launch the nukes from Mar-a-Lago. He's got the nukes in the basement. And that's what they went with for several days. Remember that? Remember? So, folks... The only way we're going to resolve this is to have complete transparency, and that means the affidavit needs to come out. need to know exactly what's going on here. Record-breaking number of illegal immigrants arrested at the southern border. That's about 2 million in less than a year, 2,201 day just the other day in Eagle Pass, or or Del Rio. Eagle Pass saw 400,000. Congressman Tony Gonzalez called the Guatemalan president and said, what's it going to take for you to repatriate some of these folks? And he said, I need to hear from the president of the United States. No one concerning this border issue has heard from the president. Nobody. Meanwhile, the numbers of terrorism suspects is flying high. 66 encounters so far this year of terrorists on the watch list. Now, they always tell me, the border folks always tell me, double the number. So if you've got 2 million encounters down there, then that means 4 million people made it in. 4 million people are living here now illegally. If you've got 66 terrorists so far this year, that means about 130 terrorists have come across the southern border because Joe Biden collapsed the southern border. Fentanyl, listen to this. 
640 pounds of fentanyl came in in June. July, that 640 pounds went to 2,072 pounds of fentanyl on the streets of the United States of America. And they're trying to tell us, these people in, in this administration who have done this to the border, these people in this administration that paid the bail of those who were burning down our cities, the people in the administration who on purpose created a vacuum in Afghanistan a year ago for our enemies to reconstitute their terrorist acts against us, the people in this administration who gave up our energy independence and made our survival dependent on foreign oil sources, the people in this administration who have unleashed a literal crime wave on Americans, the people in this administration who blame law-abiding gun owners for school shootings, they're now telling you that documents locked up behind lock and key, protected by Secret Service agents, that's the national security threat? Brad, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Uh, Trey, I've worked at places where you come back to work and the punch code to get in a door has been changed. And, of course, that's because somebody left or somebody quit or fired. And I can't believe that the nuclear launch codes, when one president leaves the White House and another one comes in, it ought to be like the, the locks you change on a rental property when a tenant leaves. I can't believe that he would have any current codes, any codes that Trump did have. If he had them, I have no doubt those have been changed. They change those all the time, Brad. The minute, they, yeah. cha- they change and even so, during right. the administration. They're not the same from day to day, week to week, month to month. They just change. What a lame excuse yeah. that they have right. to think that everybody in America is naive enough to believe some horse hokey like that. That really infuriates me because when people spout a lie like that, they do it because they expect you to be stupid enough right. to believe it. Well, because their followers are. Their fo- the people who follow them are stupid enough to believe it. Thank God for you guys, because you're not. I want to tell you about Pecos Fence Company, best in Texas for all fencing needs. If you've got a fence that's looking kind of shoddy, maybe it's been around for a long time, it's got that weathered gray look to it, right? Or maybe even some of the boards are warping a little bit, and you can see it when you look down the fence line, whoop, 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 right? Or maybe Rover has chewed at the bottom of it, and you've got those places where he's been gnawing at the bottom of the fence, you know, and now the cat's getting underneath there, and the squirrels are getting everything's getting underneath the fence. I want you to call our friends at Pecos Fence Company, the best in Texas for all all fencing needs, whether it's cedar privacy fencing, whether it's chain link, whether it's a steel project you're looking at, whether it is minor repair or all new fence, everything in between, their experience makes the difference with our friends at Pecos Fence Company. And their connections to the Northwest means that you're going to pay less for the lumber. In fact, if you want to save the labor expense and just buy the lumber from them or the materials, hey, no sweat. They'll more than happy to sell that to you as well. Always get free estimates from Pecos Fence Company. 210-655-5656. Got them moves like Jagger with a cup of coffee in your hand, do you? Be careful, you might break something. 638 KTSA, Trey here. All right, so the culture war continues now and if you are a conservative christian you're just supposed to sit down and shut your mouth or else they're gonna come at you and say oh man them rosary bees that's why you're so evil and fighting us so team biden has a brand new title nine proposed regulation you want to hear about this now title nine is a statute that outlaws sex discrimination in education It doesn't say anything about gender or gender identity. It just doesn't. It says sex discrimination. So, in other words, whatever you provide to boys, you've got to provide to girls. Equal opportunity in education, athletics, etc. I think it's a good idea. However, Biden is trying to totally change Title IX. They're putting their own spin on the law, and they're redefining sex to include gender and gender identity. Now, what does this mean? At its core, it's going to be used to keep parents in the dark on everything from curricular material to the fact that a child is socially transitioning at school. Teachers will not be able to share that information with parents. Parents won't be able to get that information. The new Title IX frames gender ideology as an anti-discrimination issue. 
So schools will not have to seek parental permission for children to participate in lessons on choosing and changing one's gender. Schools will use Title IX anti-discrimination mandate to justify denying parental opt-outs for the controversial lessons that we find out about now that have been outlawed in Florida. The rules are going to grant children an absolute right to use facilities and participate in activities consistent with their gender identity, regardless of whether or not the parents approve or the parents even know about it. They're going to try to keep the info from the parents. In fact, if you share the info with the parents, you are discriminating against the child. An example, a mother in Washington State, school officials asked her 11-year-old daughter if she wanted to stay in the boys' cabin on an upcoming field trip without talking to her mother. This would be okay under Joe Biden's new Title IX, that the schools would be able to do that and not have to ask the mom. Girls can you know, spend the night with the boys. Boys can spend the night with the girls. In fact, schools are already claiming legal authority to socially transition the children without parental consent or knowledge. In Alaska, another example, school up there using Title IX as a justification for changing a child's name and pronouns without telling her mother. Then they revised every single school document with her name on it, other than those that they sent to the parents so they could keep that transition to themselves. Her new name even appeared in the yearbook. That's how mom found out. She protested. School officials said, you don't have any say over this because of Title IX. A parent who refuses to use a child's preferred pronouns and declines to fill a prescription for puberty blockers or decides against sending a gender-confused child to an affirming therapist is discriminating against his or, own, his or her own child. And the school is expected to turn that parent into CPS. I know it sounds nuts, right? But it's happening. In California, a father out there, his daughter's school fil- filed a report with Child Protective Services after the school officials found out that he and his wife were not referring to their daughter by her pro- her preferred ne- uh, male name. CPS showed up at the, at the school, informed the parents that she would be removing the daughter from their custody, saying they were subjecting their daughter to emotional damage, and it took the father a month to get his daughter back. They had to sign a CPS waiver vowing to use her male name going forward. This is what Joe Biden is trying to do to your child in the school, trying to take the power away from you. His proposal is, of course, an invasive use of federal power, deputizing teachers for this. They have the backing, by the way, of a lot in the medical community. Boston Children's Hospital saying that children know that they are trans the minute they were born. The minute they were born. We're not even waiting until two or three. They always said two or three years old, but no. There's a new video out. Jeremy Carswell, the director of gender multi-specialty services at Boston Children's Hospital. The Boston Children's Hospital is associated with Harvard University. It was the first to establish a clinic that specifically focuses on transgender health in a pediatric setting. And in this video, Dr. Carswell makes the startling claim that a child will often know that they are transgender from the moment they have ability to express themselves. And then she doubled down in the video. She said they knew from the minute that they were born, practically. How so? Well, Breitbart News is reporting, previously revealed that Carswell has received thousands of dollars in compensation for consulting on behalf of endopharmaceuticals. You know what they do? Oh, yeah, they have an off off-label puberty blocker for children who are considered to be transgender. Carswell, one of many doctors to have received a significant compensation from these companies that manufacture puberty blockers and that do surgeries, very expensive surgeries paid for by insurance companies, of course. In her video, Carswell cites a number of different behaviors that supposedly provide evidence that a child is transgender and may be suitable to undergo permanent life-altering surgery or medical intervention, including paying with, uh, playing with opposite gender toys, refusing to get a haircut, or trying on siblings' clothing. If a child is doing that, that means they're trans, and it's time to give the little girl a hysterectomy. That's not me saying that. That's the doctor at Boston, at, at Boston uh, Hospital. Boston's Children's Hospital advertising gender-affirming hysterectomies for adolescents. They've got a video out. 
They are advertising gender-affirming hysterectomies for children, little bitty children. Got to remove the plumbing. The children's hospitals throughout America, particularly those that offer sex change operations and other medical interventions to gender dysphoric minors, have sponsored the local pride parades and having, of course, the uh, the drag queens come into schools and stuff like that as well. So that's where we are in the culture wars today, backed by this administration. Again, I only point these things out so that you as a parent or a grandparent can be on top of the situation at your child's school or when they're in public or when they're interacting with the doctors and nurses or whatever so that you can be aware of what's going on in our country. I'm not saying your kiddo's school is participating. I'm not saying your kiddo's doctor is. But you need to be on top of it. You need to know if, in fact, they are doing this. You need to be on top of it because there's plenty of schools and plenty of doctors out there who are doing it. Right here in our town and in the surrounding area throughout Texas and whatever. You need to be on top of it wherever you can hear me. And the second thing is remember in November. As they have declared war on your child and your family and the traditional family and a man's place in that family, emasculating men, as they have done that, we have to fight back. And you got to do that in November. you got to remember in November. This is the Democrat Party. And you hear me say often that the Democrat Party is the number one threat to the United States of America. And that's what I mean by that. The Democrat Party, this administration, they're all behind this. They're pushing this. They're trying to wrestle control of your child away from you where you will not even be able to know if your child leaves the house in the morning as a boy, but during the day at the school he puts a dress on and makeup and a wig and acts like a girl throughout the day. You won't even be allowed to, to be told that under the new Title IX rules that this president is pushing, this administration is pushing. You need to know that so that in November you can tell all your friends and your family, even the Democrats, even the moderate Democrats who have a great family, because they need to vote Democrats out of office because the Democrats are pushing this. Not Republicans. Republicans are not pushing this. Democrats are pushing this. The Democrats have to be replaced in November. Period. Full stop. Without any equivocation and no discussion. The Democrats have to be replaced in November when you go to the ballot box. They have to be because they are doing this to our culture. They're doing this to our families. They're doing this to our great nation. James, go ahead. You're on KTSA. Yes, sir. Uh, honestly, I was uh, unaware of the whole Title IX uh, stuff going on, but it sounds like because of that, I have a nephew that when he's playing with my son, he's playing with boys' toys, plays with my daughter sometimes with some girl toys does that mean he's trans now that, according to them yes according to them he should be repu- re- receiving ridiculous. puberty blockers and then probably have uh, cosmetic surgery to remove body parts and to include breast implants probably because that's exactly what they say not me that is ridiculous and, and what's so evil about it james is the parents won't even know if they get these new title nine laws rules passed all right uh quick break here uh 210-599-5555 i gotta tell you about our friends over at shirts funeral home san antonio's family funeral home is shirts funeral home owned directed and run by a great san antonio family shirts family that i have known for years now in fact they have been a, a sponsor of mine since the early 1990s when they opened the doors at shirts funeral home it's been a blessing for me to know them both uh, professionally and personally obviously professionally working with them and having the, the the honor of telling you about san antonio's funeral home and that family funeral home and that church funeral home but also personally because i've availed myself of their services in any number of cases and they're just wonderful with both family and friends they have stood by me they've been there with us and i want you to know they'll be there with you as well with your family and friends so when you need an outstanding funeral home whether that's today or 10 years from now church funeral home is going to be here for you that's 210-658-9224 they appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Gigantic numbers coming in down south. Two million. Two million so far this fiscal year. Now, my friends in Border Patrol tell me double that. Because when you hear these numbers and these stats, it's double because you got the getaways, those that did not encounter. The two million are the those who come across and they go, here I am, I surrender. And then they're, you know, they brought to San Antonio where we fly them wherever they want to go. At the Immigrant Resource Center downtown, where here's the here's the lease and the details of the lease sitting right in front of me. I've got the entire lease in front of me. Ten years ending June 9th, 2027, taxpayers in San Antonio 
$112,882 a month plus all the insurance, all the utilities, repairs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Joe, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you. Good morning, Trey. It's good to finally talk to you. I've been on hold for about a week. <laughs> well, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm no, glad you're here, no, too, I'm man. Yeah. Yeah, same here, man. It's good party. Um, I'm completely libertarian. I'm conservative um, at heart. I used to be a liberal, but then I wised up. Yeah. So the, my, my issue is with this Title IX is that it's completely hypocritical for us to say what these people should do with their bodies. That's the only thing that, that I'm, I'm looking at this objectively. And the thing is, is that when they mandated the vaccine for COVID, it was not right for us. I, I mean, it, it wasn't right sure. for them to do that. Sure. You well, know? here's the deal. Joe, let me, let me make, I'm going to run out of time. So let me make my position yeah, very clear once again. If you're a yeah. guy and you want to wear a dress and pumps and mascara on a weekend or whatever okay. and, and dress up, play dress up, play Halloween, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. That's up to you. It's America. God bless you. Have a good life. That's your deal. Leave the, chi- leave the children alone and the state. And, Joe, as a libertarian, I'm a conservatarian, okay? I'm conservative when it comes to fiscal policy, and I'm pretty much libertarian on social policy. But here's my thing. I completely agree. Yeah. And, and so you can understand my position on this better than most. The government should never, and especially a huge government like they're growing, this government under Biden, should never place themselves between parent and child, ever. Ever, yeah. I I completely agree. Yeah, there we go. So I just, I got I to let you go, but I just wanted to make that, uh, my position very, very clear. If you're an adult and you're a dude and you want to put mascara on and a wig, you know, that's your thing. That's what, whatever, whatever, you know. Uh, I'm not going to try to tell you not to. But when you're at the school, when my kid goes to the school and leaves the house as Charlie, and when he arrives at the school, you tell him he's actually Charlene and here's his dress. Now we're going to go to fisticuffs, baby. We're going to have us a battle right there. And that's why I'm pointing it out to parents everywhere because it seems so unbelievable that it would be going on in our country. But it is happening in our country, and this president and this administration is pushing it. And they are positioning themselves themselves between families and between parents and their child. And we need to stop it. And we stop it in November by voting every one of them out. Back in a minute with Warren Rima, KTSA. The Ram-